You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. And today, beloved, is Freestyle Friday. That's right, it's Freestyle Friday. That's right, get up, get out, do what you gotta do before you get into those weekend shenanigans. <laughs> All right? Yo, but person that's always having some shenanigans going yes, on. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> she is the funny lady of the incomparable Shovel Star. What up, Star? Cheryl Star. Good morning, Jazzy G. Freestyle. Yes, yes, Freestyle Friday. Y'all, I was about to kick up, kick some bars for you. Good morning, Soul Motivators. Let's do it. It's Friday. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We can't kick off our Friday unless we pay respect to this man right here. He keeps us running smooth. He's like our Captain Kirk to our starship. That's right. He's the one, the only, the master king. DJ Nelson, so my show. What's going on? What up, Nell? Hey, what's up, Jazzy? What's, what's up, Nelson? Bonus Hello, Cheryl. What's going on, my man? You ready for these weekend shenanigans, bro? <laughs> Friday. Yes, yes. Get it. That's right. Yes. That's right. We're going to get it kicking, man. We're get it popping, y'all. Yo, so start. Yes, yes. Let's, let's kick it off right away on this Freestyle Friday. Let's get into some housekeeping, all right? Yes, now, let's do it. Let's do this. Time to get to some housekeeping. Okay, stop. What you got for housekeeping today? Um, well, we're gonna double back into the sports conversation because you know right, we've right. been talking about our different uh, opinions on sports lately. But I want to, you know, highlight Dwayne Wade because he's gonna be honored in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So he's gonna be inducted uh, Basketball Hall of Fame uh, sometime in August, which is great. Well deserved. Uh, well deserved well deserved i mean you know coming from marquette and uh you know getting into the nba winning the championship with shaq yeah uh, and winning another championship two others actually with lebron so um you know folks was talking about that like wow Dwayne wade ain't have uh lebron uh do his ceremony but actually he said his idol growing up not growing up, but his idol in basketball, because they're not too far apart in age, is Allen Iverson. Right. And he wants Allen Iverson to be the one to do the master ceremonies for him. And I think that's a great selection, because he said Allen Iverson was one of his favorite players. Um, right. And he admired Iverson. And he feels like we talked about Allen Iverson a couple of weeks ago, that Allen Iverson did not get his just due or the, the credit that he right. deserved, as far as you know him being overlooked and underrated when it comes to uh, in that conversation of some of the greatest plays, you know? Right. So so that's that's great. You know, I want to congratulate Dwayne Wade on that accomplishment. I'm oh, looking yeah, forward to yeah. seeing that. Definitely. Hand class with Dwayne Wade, definitely. Yes, yes, yes. And AI is definitely, that's a great choice because if you really look at Dwayne Wade uh, style, his playing style, mm. you can get a lot of his style from AI. Right, right. 
Right. You can tell. You can always tell. You can tell where point guards got their point guard style from. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. Yeah, you can always tell that that's he he, he modeled his game after AI. Yeah, much. I I agree with that because Shaq yeah. from the name Flash because of how fast you know I, I was saying was fast. fast yeah he was a little guy but he was he was moving yeah. on people and right, i agree right. i think Dwayne Wade, like you said he got a lot of similarities there <laughs> and um you know just for the second housekeeping again you know congratulations to Dwayne Wade and his family for that accomplishment yep. well deserved yes um speaking of sports again you know uh you know continue prayers out to Bronny James who is oh, covering you know, pretty well from the uh, cardiac arrest incident that happened a few weeks ago. Right. Um, but I wanted to double back on it because you know, f- you know, people online was talking about it a lot about you know the injuries that occur in sports. You know, basketball, football, baseball, and things like that. And it started a big, you know, big debate because people were saying that. You know, because LeBron and uh, Bronny haven't spoke as of yet of, you know, what occurred, what's his condition. And LeBron made a statement saying he'll give more information at the appropriate time. And that, that's understandable, too, because maybe they're just trying to, you know, do some tests, see what's going on before they come out, you know, premature with a statement. So right. I don't I don't fault LeBron and them for holding back for a given. But, you know, people are questioning it. And because of that delay. Uh, you know, people are saying, oh, you know, there's injuries in the sports and they don't tell you about it. Like if, you know, players be injured all the time or they have some medical conditions and they say, you know, the families coerce with the doctors and mm-hmm. the, and the, uh, and the coaches to keep it a secret because they want to, um, you know, get the, get those big contracts. And, um, you know, they were saying that people are hesitant to uh, move forward with Bronny in the NBA because, you know, he's he's been looked at, you know, to see if they're going to, uh, if he's going to go into the league early. You know yeah. what I mean? But, yeah. you know, uh, along with what happened with Shaq's son, Sharif, he had that heart condition and that kind of slowed down, you know, his his chances. So people are looking into him as well. But they, you know, no, no offers has been made uh, yeah. because people don't want to invest and people with uh, injuries, you know, especially heart injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think what it is, I think what people mostly talking about is not so much that the injury of sports, because injury in sports is kind of in common. It's, gonna, it's inevitable. I, right. So I think what people are talking about far as medical conditions and what's causing certain medical conditions um now you have those that's speaking on the jab being that that's a reasoning for it right and, and that's been something that's been spoken about and, and the bar has spoken on that but um i i have a feeling that the jab has a lot to do with it mm-hmm. um i think it it is is one of the reasons why we have in these cardiac problems with uh young people i think i think the jab has been um, because the, the the latest jab that we are dealing with um, is is not the only one. It, they they've been you know saying for for years. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So and I think that does ha- that plays an issue. I think even going back to um, someone like well not not so much Reggie Lewis with Boston because right, he, right. Have a, he had a heart condition that was hereditary and they hit it. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was actually he was actually misdiagnosed. 
okay because mm-hmm. arrogant doctor uh, and, and what actually misdiagnosed him and, and came up with all this stuff that oh no he didn't have this this that right, right. Oh, but that. he misdiagnosed him right and, and uh but um and i think that doctor lost his license i'm not yeah yeah i think that was a okay. yeah exactly yeah. he should have but um of course definitely but even with the um uh, oh man i can't remember the brother that had played um uh, he had played in uh, Philadelphia and uh, uh, in, in, in college. He played with Ma- not not Phil, I'm sorry, Maryland. He played at Maryland University of Maryland, and he uh, passed out, had a heart attack, and it happened more than once. The first, mm-hmm. and it they wasn't playing on television, so no one saw it. Right. Uh, but it had happened. It had occurred. The the time that we saw it, he ended up passing away. Was we saw it on television. You know what I'm saying? When Madeline was playing like Louisville or somebody like that, I can't remember who they were playing. But I can't remember the brother's name. They actually made a movie about it and everything. Mm-hmm. But even that, he had a heart condition. But I think his heart condition probably came from the jab. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's been those things that's been going on for a time. And again, that's one of the reasons why you can't sue. You can't you can't sue over the jabs. So you know, so I think that's a, a, they because they know it's deadly. They right, know they know that. Right, especially know in folks. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's 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 and for so long in contact sports, mm-hmm. things have been overlooked. So because because remember in football and baseball, players were dying left and right. Right, right. Those right. are contact sports. Right. So matter of fact. That that even the they have a disease named after a baseball player because of it. You know, right. a Lou Garrett disease is actually named after a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, what I'm saying stuff that happened in contact sport. That you know, what I'm saying so. It you know injuries we can understand that comes with the territory. Of but, course. But these medical conditionings, these these mm-hmm. brain conditionings, I think that has a lot to do with a lot of experimental science. I'm not a, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist at <laughs> all, and mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. But the facts are the facts. You get what I'm saying, Star? Mm. That's the facts, and we see it happening. It's just that. You know, you, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to, to to mention things, or you're not allowed to sue or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I I think um, one of the reasons why we have such a increase of um uh, uh, what is called uh uh what's the word um children that are delayed uh you know or autism autism. I think we have such a uh, a large spectrum of autism is because of the jab. I mm-hmm. think that has a lot to do with it. Look how many interesting. There's so many people that you know that have a child that has autism, especially in the black community, especially boys. Mm-hmm. And black boys are like very, like very accepted to be autistic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? And I and I think it has a whole lot to do. With the jab I told my daughter what? You know what I'm saying My grandson I was like yo Don't let him get the jab Don't let him get no jab And his father agreed Cause he said yeah She was like yeah That's what his father said And, this, and I said yeah Don't do not do that She said yeah I signed for that I said no We reject it Don't do that Yeah You know what I'm saying If anything If he had to get whatever Jabs he had to get To go to school That's one thing 
But don't do it early when he's a baby You know what I'm saying Because again Our immune system fight things Our natural immune system fight things it's right, just, right. We have so much artificial this Artificial that We want to live so artificial Everybody You know what I'm saying Science want to create the bionic man The six million dollar man so bad I mean You know what I'm saying They want to create the six million dollar man And the bionic woman so bad you know I, I mean? love those stories we, we love those shows you know, but My favorite shows we, We're heading so toward the six million dollar man Wow And the bionic woman I mean just think about it You know what I'm saying Give me a six million dollar man Don't add up to nothing no more That gets you a toll Give me a bionic man right, right. now Right about he, now He have to be the six hundred million dollar man today <laughs> Right 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 Because <laughs> of inflation <laughs> I'm telling you, but that man, that, that was one but of my. If, if you think about it, if you think about artificial intelligence, as they call it, artificial intelligence, I want to know where the intelligence at the artificial. Is that <laughs> intelligent either? Right. I mean, we we. I mean, I I deal with it and everything like that. I deal with it in my day. I, matter of fact, I'm taking classes in AI and everything, so I'm I'm learning it and everything. But again, I, I'm trying to figure out the intelligence of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not all that intelligent When I say that I, I mean really On the surface it is Because it does for you It's more of it, it, All it, it all it really is, is Is what your secretary Been doing for years It's all Library and been doing for years All it is Is that your administrative system Been doing for years You understand what I'm saying this, Right saying Your medical assistant Been doing for years That's all it really is Is that All it really is Is, is, is What your what your secretary and librarian been doing for years? That's what it really is. Sometimes I don't want my assistant. I want to get. A, I don't want to hear nobody talk. Sometimes. No, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> all, that's what AI really is. It does. Right, right. <laughs> but I started learning how to use it. It was so great. It's great. It, it works for me. But I'm just saying. But it's what. That's what it really is. If, if you break it down, that's what it is. It's a. It's it's a librarian secretary at your fingertips. That's what it truly is. You know, when you used to go to the library and you had to look things up and get the card. Yeah, right, and go right. To the, right. That's the that's the research we had to do and we had to put this guy and your teacher gave you homework where you had to go to the library. So like once a once a week and it was like once a week we had to go to the library and do some research. That was part of your homework and stuff like that. that right. That's that's what you know saying, and that's all it that's all AI truly is. It's just doing it for you. I mean, we become more and more of a lazy society, more and more. I mean, we we're just that, and, and, and convenience is so attached to laziness. And, and right, that's right, right. But but convenience is attached to laziness. That's just what it is. And there's you know saying there's two types of laziness. You know saying there's the inactive laziness and the, and the um, active laziness and the inactive laziness. So and what I mean by that is we all have the. Uh, the act of laziness Like say if we We go to work In, in our In our um, Our office On the ninth floor We're not walking up Nine flights of stairs We're taking the elevator Right So that's act of laziness That's what This was created for that For convenience You know what I'm saying Now inactive laziness well, After service Like uh, when um, When they When they started Doing those robots In uh, Dodger Stadium In LA yeah, it's all it's all for convenience. All right, all for convenience. Oh, like right, they, right. The presentation that they gave was they'll double and triple sales because the the robot is equipped to go faster. Yeah, you know, it's like it's just like 
I mean, robotics is going to put people out of work. You, you know, oh, that's, 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 that's why we were there because from robotics taking away jobs. Again, when a, remember when the elevator was first invented, you had an elevator operator. Our elevator so operator. You want to go to a floor? You got on the elevator and the operator. He he held the switch. He pulled oh. you up, took you up to the floor. Right. So then robotics created the automatic elevator. Exactly. So that eliminated operator the the operator the elevator operator that eliminated that that job. You got, you well, that's, what, that's one of the things they talked about in the library recently, you know, yeah. about, you know, their ways to try to get people back to the library because they said the cell phones, the iPhones and all of that uh, is keeping people out of the library, especially children, because everything is uh, they they're going on computers. Exactly. And, you know, when you was talking about research, you know, people are uh, moving away from the books and their encyclopedias and more into the cell phones and stuff. So. They're trying to revamp the libraries with those different ways to bring people back because people are not, you know, using a library like they used to. So and some that, creative ways. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And that's why I was saying AI, artificial intelligence, is truly the librarian and secretary that we right. had to get information from. Now is at our fingertips. You know what I'm right. saying? Let's put more and more like and, and go, you look at Google for you look at Google on the whole. Google almost become our encyclopedia. Remember, right. remember, remember back in the day, uh, every household had the encyclopedia. Yeah, yep. And yep. the the door to door salesman would come to the yeah. house. Our teacher used to sell them. Come <laughs> knock on our yeah. door. And, and you had the encyclopedia, like a <laughs> boy from from elementary school all the way to high school. But but you used them though, you right? And it was a, a collective of of, of exactly, exactly, which they was were, great. I mean, it was useful, just like the map. Yeah. You know, before before we had uh, Google Maps and stuff like that. When yeah. when it used to travel, we used to have a physical map, and and, and that taught us how to understand direction and everything because you had to follow the map in a real way. You know that that yeah. was. Before we had, do uh, I know? Because I remember yes <laughs> and everything. <laughs> we went on a family trip to Disney World, and that was before uh, <laughs> that was before you had any kind of GPS right. devices. So we had to actually use the map, the actual paper map. Right. You, know you get a map because Disney gives you the map to, of Orlando, mm -hmm. and then it comes in your pack, which is huge. You know, yeah. if you <laughs> looking at all those different colors and directions. Yeah. So, we used to get the highlighters to follow it because that's that's hard to, to track. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be the pilot and the co-passer. <laughs> My wife is driving. I'm the co-passer. I'm reading the map. If I was the driver, she's the co-passer. The driver get it easy yeah. because the person yeah. that got to go through that map. Oh man. <laughs> 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 we know, right back in the day, though, man, we used to be, we, we was a humdinger at times, man. Right. <laughs> we used to <laughs> we used to be fussing at each other, and <laughs> I said, "Go left." I said, "Go left." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You're making me nervous. That's goes, funny. Making me nervous. There's always a, the, you can't have backseat drivers or passengers. They always got something to say. Like you know what? You want to drive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because one's supposed to be helping with the directions, and I, and it, I, my wife is great. I said, okay, um, at the next at the next two lights, you're gonna be making the left. And that's that's a, that's a good. Me, wholly different. I'm like, all right, make a left right now. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's how I was. I taught a lot of people how to like, drive. Yes, you can't do that. My cousin was a good teacher. She taught me how to drive. 
<laughs> and uh, she knew that I had patience. So, and she, but she was very good at directions. Like she'll yeah. say, like you said, your wife did. Yeah, that was great at that. Cheryl, <laughs> not this life ahead of time. Like, you're gonna make a left. <laughs> yeah, and that was not me. Yep. That was not me, boy. I'll be like, I'll be, I'm Silent Sam, and then there'll be times like, okay, you're gonna make a left. <laughs> I was so good at the yeah. patient that my cousin, we uh, we had my uncle's BMW, and yeah. I didn't. I was learning how to drive. I didn't know how to drive, uh-huh. and my cousin uh, was trying to do something. So she was like, Cheryl, get you know, dr- drive right now until I don't know what she was doing, but my uncle wound up seeing me. And he broke He was like Jody what was Cheryl doing In the car And she was like Cheryl pays good Cheryl's gonna be a good driver Because when she was Guiding me She was just telling me How to keep the steering wheel You know The steering wheel And I'm telling you Jazzy That was like Maybe the second or third time But the funny thing is That she didn't care To put me behind the wheel Because what if I would have Messed up his car. <laughs> he was breaking on her. He was breaking <laughs> because she she had a Honda Accord yeah. and he had the remember the BMW M3s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, M3. <laughs> yeah. So he he had her car and we was driving to give him back his car. And when he saw me coming around the corner, he ran across the street like just to meet me, so I won't have to come that far. And he was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but it was funny because I did I did well, and I I, I drove. It, and it also, it wasn't on the highway at that point. You get what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. you know, highway driving, you really have to, it's you know. But um, it was it was like 10, 15 blocks. But she trusted me because she always said I was very calm and attentive. Right. So she was like, "You'll do fine. Just you know, I'll guide you." Because she couldn't drive at the minute, but. From there, you know that that encouraged me. I went and got my license right after that. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Yeah, oh, and I'm oh, one oh, of the oh. only girls in my family that uh-huh. guys don't criticize because I have a, you know driving in New York, you got to be aggressive. So I have right. that aggression as yeah. well as women. Like my mother feels safe, my mother-in-law feels safe. Like my mother-in-law still called me today and and asked me to come drive her somewhere like two or three hours. Oh, Cheryl, can you come take me? Because they know I drive safe with them. But yeah. when when I'm when I'm driving with Rev or my uncle Kevin or somebody, I could get aggressive and they won't get nervous because right. men usually do aggressive moves on the road. You know. Right. Yes, that's true. We do drive more. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm getting over. <laughs> you ever, you ever driving on George Washington and it's crowded? I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, because I bully my way in. I'm like, I'm getting over. Oh, don't worry, we getting over to the left lane if we hey, got to do it. I think it is for a reason. It's not just on. It's not just blink. <laughs> a reason, people. I'm coming over. I know. <laughs> I can't stand when people can't let you over either. Oh but, man, because New Yorkers, you know, we rude. Know, we rude. Know, you know. Yeah. But I, I taught all four of my girls how to drive and everything like that. And right. the funny thing is, my wife taught me how to drive. Right, right. But when I when I moved to Long Island, I didn't have a driver's license. She right. taught me how to drive. You know what I'm saying? And, and and living out here in Long Island, you know, you basically, you know, transportation, your main transportation would be a car or your best convenient transportation would be a car. I mean, they have public transportation out here. But and when I first moved out here, the public transportation, like, it's better now. Mm-hmm. The buses used to shut down at a certain time. So right. it'd be like it'd be like midnight and the buses uh, stop running. <laughs> I used to live in Queens in Springfield Garden, so I know. I, so, I yeah. when I lived in Queens because that train to the bus, the crap. And yeah, like you man. said, you have to be mindful of coming yep. in late. Yep. Oh, man, I used to yep. hate that. 
<laughs> but no, it's better now. It's, it, it's not. It's not like like it used right, to be. Right. But I haven't. You know, I don't. I haven't written in public transportation in a good while. But it, it's it's better than what it was. You know, what I'm saying it has. Mm-hmm. As we say in technology, things have improved and everything like that. So, you know, but my girls, they they they're very good drivers. Like Gaia, she, you know, and, and Deb used to complain that they they drive like men. <laughs> she said, "That's what the, that that's what happened." Yeah, yeah. She said, she said, "Yeah, you taught you taught the girls how to drive, and they all drive like you." <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, it's not that because actually, I I have them. I gave them driving lessons and I sent them to driving school because I wanted them to have that. I didn't want them to have any bad habits. Don't pick up no bad habits. So any bad habits I may have have, I don't want them to pick that up. So I teach you to teach you how to drive. But at the same time, I did pay for driving lessons for them. So they have the schooling. So because when you take the test, the, the driving test, they they want you to be a certain way driver that you you following all the rules of the road you following the sign you following the this you, you're distancing right you're doing your merging right you know they want all those things on there and again you know i, I used to always say to them when you take your when you take your road test it, your permit test and your road test is too different when it comes to points you want more points on your permit test and you want and you want less points on your driving test because mm-hmm. the more Get on your driver test, you fail. But 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 the more points you get on your permit test, you you know saying you pass. That's the written test, right? So that was always the rule. But I always, you know, I I paid for them to to get like at least five um, road road um, lessons from a a driving school at the same time, so they can have so they can pass the test properly and everything same thing when my granddaughter did the same exact thing because i taught her just the same and, and did the same thing for her you know and uh because again you know it, it, <laughs> i know us men we drunk <laughs> we <laughs> us men <laughs> and it's something about our patience too we're not as patient right. as women are and then women because you're multitask that's what y'all do in the car in the car because you're supposed to multitask drive in the car but y'all multitask <laughs> in the car <laughs> i ain't gonna lie I you're did not that. supposed I to be doing your makeup and driving oh and, my god and, and breastfeeding at the same time guilty as charged doing all things. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but y'all y'all find a way to do it y'all don't have a problem when we're entertaining y'all while we're driving either <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. Actually, I do. And you hanging out with Miss Willa May too much. <laughs> you getting her? What I'm talking at? about singing. No, where you find that? Yeah, come on, ladies. Nah, I was always good though. My wife and I were always good because she didn't like to. She didn't do is because her mother used to always just drill this in her head. When a man is driving, do not argue with him. Right. So her mother used to drill that in her head so much that her thing was when she was mad at me, she she was silent. silent. I knew when she was mad at me because I'm driving and she ain't saying a word to me. I know she's mad at me. Yes, stay silent. Let you get where you go. Yeah, she had that thing that because her mother said it so much to her. 
You know what I'm saying? That that it stuck with her. They do when a man is driving, do not argue with him because you can get into an accident. So that's why she said so she would just do the silent treatment. I get the silent treatment. So once I got the silent treatment from her, I knew (laughs) 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 that she did she she was mad at me. So I'll just be quiet, just the same. You know what I'm saying? I'll be okay, I'll get to where we're going. But then I know I was gonna hear it. I don't go, okay, what's she mad at now? What's she going to get on me about now? Because, you know, y'all, y'all have us on that guessing game thing. So I was like, okay, what's going on now? What did I do now? You know what I'm saying? So it'd be that thing. But, you know, but when it came to us being a pilot and co-pilot, especially driving distance, to be honest with you, when we drove distance, because we, my wife and I drove just about, especially on the eastern seaboard, we drove just about everywhere. You know what I'm saying? South, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, but long distance she would do most of the driving because she liked driving long distance compared to me you know what i'm saying so i'm not that long distance driver enjoy long distance driving as much as she did so to cause less arguments she did most of the driving we went long distance like i said we drove day to dc or we drove to atlanta we drove you know what i'm saying so all those things are even in south carolina you know what i'm saying because we we've done Wait, you know what I'm saying? And uh, she would she would do most of the driving. I would do you know I would do the driving. That's like say, um, like I said, we was driving to South Carolina. We would switch off at, at, at Virginia or something like that. But like say the they say if we took a break before we got to like North Carolina. I'd be the one to drive like to North Carolina because it's the longest state. It's so doggone long, on <laughs> 95, and then so I would. Through that long drive You know what I'm saying Then she would do the rest Like that But other than that We shared it You know what I'm saying But you know Because she was the She was the one That was uh, more patient Than I was She did the long distance though But it's all good though You know what I'm saying But when it comes to When it comes to driving though New Yorkers Because I drove In a lot of states When it comes to driving New York is The most aggressive drivers Yeah and, and you know what's funny too New Jersey Back I, I don't know about now I haven't I, I used to be irritated About driving in New Jersey Right Cause New Jerseyans Cause you know They never blow their horn For one Right You know New, New Yorkers blow their horn Like crazy mm-hmm. New Jerseyans don't You could be Nodding at the light And they won't Blow at you <laughs> They won't blow at they won't blow at the person that's in front of them taking forever. And you know in New York, if you at the light and you didn't take off in two seconds, you get the pop pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in New Jersey, they were like you be you be at, the person be at the light and they be not and people don't, they won't blow. They go, it's like a total different world here. I don't know about now, but I know before it was it was like that. Cause I haven't driven in New Jersey in a, in a bit, bit. You know, saying only going to Pennsylvania, but it's you know driving. I don't know if I, I would I wouldn't be a driver if I was still living in New York City. I can't say it like that, but I don't know if I would started driving at a you know saying in, in my late twenties like that. If um if I didn't live in the suburbs, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying. But stop. Yeah. I see Nelson over there. He's itching for a scratch. And uh he's uh he's about to do his thing on this Friday. So yo, Nelson, I want everybody to turn up their boom boxes. All right, because Nelson's about to go in, get into some shenanigans, and do his thing. 
Alright So on this Freestyle Friday Now I want you to take the back brother I want you to dig in the crates Like you never dug before And I want I want you to make Our soul motivators Scream and shout my brother Okay <laughs> Alright Yo now Are you ready Oh yeah Let's go you are tuned into Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. Live on the turntable, DJ Nelson Damaestro. I can see a day when there's no more crying. Come on, South Africa, you know that you are wrong. I can only pray that this is gonna be the last of my chains. DJ, mix it up, mix it up, mix it up, mix it up. You're listening to Palm Your Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart, powered by Raven International. Now DJ Nelson the Maestro, bring me the funk. How many of you know out there, brothers and sisters living in fear? Based on their color, they have no say. Watching their mother just dragged away. No right to vote, barely no pay. Can't walk outside a certain time of day. But I can feel it in my bones, and I can feel it in my feet. I'm gonna jump and sing and stomp all over just to make you see. That I can feel it in my bones, and I can feel it in my feet. No, I ain't gonna stop dancing until you set them free. I'm gonna sweat, sweat, sweat. Until I'm so Oh, I'm gonna sweat. 
Give me the fat beat! 
Freestyle Friday with DJ Nelson the Maestro.
Whatever you're in trouble or whatever you die, I'll give you about it, I'm about to move inside. 
lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. Just wait and see. It's gonna be a lovely day for you and me. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, I love it's gonna be, 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 it's gonna be,
the morning coffee with yours through the motivator Jazzy G featuring several star here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. Station with heart on iHeart. Yo, Nelson, that's what I'm talking about, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Go in. Dig in those crates. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, brother. Dig in those crates. Yo, stop. Thank you. Yes, yes. We got to have a contest. We got to have a contest where we want people Thank to you. actually pick out some songs that Nelson played. Thank so we know they're listening Thank to the you. Black Party mix for sure. You know what we saying? should start it next week. Let's yeah. start it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to put together a so contest, good. So man. Good, man. So we're going to make it, we're going to make it where you can win like t-shirts or something. We're going to, we're going to see what, we're going to, we're going to talk to some people. We're going to get them in here to, to, to sponsor some of this. And, 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 cause what we got for y'all some t-shirts right now, because yo, Thanks. Nelson, he digging in the crates, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Digging in the crates. That's why I call him Thanks. the king, y'all. He's the master. King, y'all, without a doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> Yo, but right about now, so motivated, we're gonna get into the today's thoughts of wisdom. So get your paper and paper pen ready. <laughs> it's notepad. <laughs> ready. I know. I'm people ain't they used to no paper and pen. I said, put your paper. Pa- pa- pa. <laughs> nobody cares about paper and pen today. It's all about notes now on your phone. Right? Hey, yo, but I want you to sit back, relax, because here she is. Cheryl Star with today's Thank you. thoughts of wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Star. Cheryl Star. Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivated. Today's thoughts of wisdom. Do we take shortcuts in life to avoid the work? Or do we take the longer route to appreciate the journey? And that's just plain and simple, uh, you know, so motivators. Sometimes we have to have a little more patience to get what we deserve and get things out of life that we enjoy. You know, sometimes traveling, everybody want to get on a plane real quick. But if it, if it could be a road trip, like certain places, you could see more going on the road. So it's up to you. But, you know, basically... Do we take the shortcut to avoid that work? Or would we like to take the longer route to appreciate the journey? Back to you, Jazzy G. It's Thank you, Cheryl Star, for today's Thoughts of Wisdom. That is so, uh, yeah, I like that. That's so profound because uh, that's the choice that we make in life. Right. But or the long journey. And I, I don't know if it's because of appreciation or mm-hmm. trying get there because I think we regret more of those shortcuts than anything you know at the times that we tried to get somewhere real quick or have mm-hmm. instant the instant of things and, right. and I remember last week we were talking about that on the book club because we were reading the John Maxwell book and and that's one of the things that John Maxwell talked about and uh, because we, ha- we want this instant gratification with everything right and I, I just wonder, you know, because you have things that we deal with that's instant, that really not supposed to be instant, but we made them instant and we used to it. <laughs> hey, for right. one, instant coffee. It's not supposed to be instant coffee. Right. Take really, more, it tastes better as it brews, right? Right. Because it's right. So it's the oxygen. Get more out of it. Instant coffee, right? So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, because it's supposed to brew, and that's that's what made coffee coffee, right? You know and that's why these places like the 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 Starbucks, the quick that that's why they are what they are because they've been brewing their coffee all day long or, or very early in the morning, and then now you getting your brewed coffee. You get what I'm saying? It's not right. really an instant thing anymore. They just giving it to you instantly, but right. they make it. They taking time to make it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like instant grits. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like most Southerners look at instant grits as an insult. <laughs> There's a whole process. They love stirring of, them grits, boy. I know. Right, my it's a process. South Carolina, so it's it is a process. Yeah. Listen, in the South, I'm talking about that deep South. These yeah, yeah, they, yep. they yeah. You know, yeah. So there's no lumps in it. They make sure it's nice and smooth. Like you know, it's really an oxymoron to even say instant grits. It doesn't make right. sense. Really. Right. But we have things that such an instant for us. Things that such a uh, instant gratifications, and then we want right. it to happen quickly. We want, you know, we want the genie in the bottle uh, <laughs> of everything. You know what I'm saying? And it's but like. You know, that's true with relationships and also like we were talking about vultures because uh, one thing we still talk about like when I was saying would you rather take the longer road to appreciate the journey because a lot of times as a family we travel road trips mm-hmm. and uh, you know we used to drive down south from New York and that time spent driving uh, you know we get to know more about what, what everybody's doing we get to share stories so my sister when she got married she got married in North Carolina and uh, my mother and, and father chartered a, a bus like you know like a, a bus trip uh-huh. and we had so much fun on the bus that it was a part of the wedding weekend you yeah. know because we were you know we had that's when the boom boxes were still out yeah we, were, we had a break dance contest we had a a, a comedy thing we because we always did like talent shows in my family because we right. all was displaying our talent whether it's you singing whether you rapping or whatever but yeah. um, that that bus trip uh you know me and my sister talk about it a lot because we got we it took us like i think a day um to get there because you know we made some stops uh, and right. you know everybody has yeah. to eat get themselves yeah. together but that whole journey was a part of the wedding weekend and we still talk about that right so that's what i'm saying sometimes you a journey can be well appreciated because you get more out of it now if you would have took the short route you wouldn't have got those stories or had time to have that fun and do all of that stuff that we were doing you get what i'm saying yeah yeah and, and that's that's so true i i remember when uh a bus trip uh uh jack the rapper uh, jack the rapper is a, a, a yeah, in atlanta and it, right it was is it, in atlanta and but it, it it this year it was this particular year it was in florida because you know it originated the person that jack the rapper himself jack gibson he's from florida he okay in florida but he had the convention in atlanta each year and uh but this particular year they had it at disney world and so the record company, one of the record, so two record companies working together, Big Boss and Down South Records. So I was uh, in on and, and doing promotion with Down South Records. So the the bus to Virginia because Down South Records was in Virginia, Big Boss was in um, in Harlem. 
you know what I'm saying? So you know, that's when Rev and us had the recording studio and everything. So we were doing work for Big Boss and for Down South. So right. um, so Big Boss and Down South both had a, they chartered a bus. So you, it started from Harlem, then they stopped at Virginia and picked up the rest of Virginia and go down. So me and your cousin, Jerry, we hung together. Jerry was signed to Big Boss Records. Right, right. So, so going down, it was so much fun. Even coming back, but it was so much fun. We had such a ball. Yes. Because we all knew each other, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it was so much fun going from Harlem to, you know, stopping in Virginia and then going to Florida. It was like so much fun. It's like, yeah, that's like something. I could write a book on just that trip alone. Oh, yes. Folks would love to hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was so dope. And with the funny thing, because your brother Rev and Al Style, they flew down to Florida. Right. But they wasn't on the bus with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't have that experience and stuff like that. Exactly. But it was yo, it was so much fun. But when you like road trips like that, is it's just you you it's so much fun when that long journey because you're going from place to place or whatever, state to state, and it's just you making the you just having so much fun and just because this is 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 what you make of it. Like, you always say life is what you make of it or live life to the fullest. Right. It's right there because that's that something simple. It's not something that you're trying to to uh, create this false thing or put something on somebody or compare to somebody. None of that's going on because you're just, you're going on this journey and you're all going on this journey together. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just so much fun. And it was just me just having a ball, just, just, you know what I'm saying? And the funny thing coming back, half the people coming back didn't come back on the bus. They either got rides or they took play, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. So, so the bus wasn't as full as it was going down, coming back. So I had the whole back seat to myself. And you know, in the back, Oh yeah, yeah. The seats are together. It's like one big old bed. So now I laid down like stretch out. <laughs> yeah, I slept. I claimed it and stressed out and laying up going back. So it was like I had my own bed going back. But you know what I'm saying? But it was it was all good. And that's what I'm saying. Trips like that. And and growing up, you know what I'm saying, my family had a, a motor home. And mm-hmm. uh, when we went to family reunions in different states and stuff like that, you know, in family reunions, each state, um, the family, right. state, they host the following year. Right, right? yeah. Right, so um, we used to go from state to state in that motor home and everything like that. It was like so much fun just going. I remember we went to all the way to California, to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And just that journey, because we would stop along the way, stop at Detroit, stop at Chicago. It was like those trips are so much fun. We talk about it to this day, to right? This day, you know what I'm saying? And and we used to play this game with me and my cousins, where you had to spot other motorhomes and you get points that way. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, just, it was like little games like that. But road trips, you know what I'm saying? It's it's this it's that thing about bringing family together, right? I think that's what it is more than anything. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. On road trips, and that's what it's about with families. It's that it's that road trip. They, my kids today love road trips because of that. 
Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They grown women and they still love road trips because they grew up with the whole well, like I said, tell you, me and Deb down at Eastern Seaboard, we we traveled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying, going from New York to all the way down to, to Atlanta. Every know? road trip that we had, I mean I did some with my family and you know, parents and stuff. But when when the road trips really got fun is when we did the girls road trip. You know, uh-huh. we 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 have some iconic stories, some classic stories. Because when I saw the movie, uh, remember um, Girls Trip? Girls Trip. When right. Girls Trip, yeah, all of that stuff that they were doing already happened in my life in the eighties, <laughs> in the eighties and right. in the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, you know when when the New Jack Swing era, we was going to we used to drive down to Virginia Beach because you know from New York, Virginia is 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 simple. Yeah, exactly. Any, anything from New York to North Carolina because North Carolina is pretty big. So once we right. start going to South Carolina, Atlanta, Florida, that becomes like a real road trip. And sometimes you you really got to have a uh, few people driving. You get yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, because North Carolina alone is a long drive. Look, that's a that's a long <laughs> drive. So from New York to Virginia and even certain parts of Virginia gets long depending on where you are. But Virginia yeah. Beach, we used to do that in in no time. So we used to have these yearly because everybody was going to Virginia Beach at one time. You know, first it was. Virginia Beach Myrtle Beach But when we used to go On a road trip Because I remember one time We was on the road And we met uh, Sticky Fingers Fredro Star And um, It wasn't the other guy From Onyx But it was somebody else With them Forgot the other rapper And we started Following them And they was zigzagging They We had fun On the road with them They started shooting They was like Roll down your window so we rolled down and at the time my friend had a you know she had like a it was a toyota but it was it was a good <laughs> so paul paul know this story because i tell paul because paul was down in, in virginia they started spraying us with the super soaker water gun <laughs> 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 and i what i had got my makeup because i wore makeup you know I, i'm a makeup girl yeah that's right, Soul Motivators. I make up for what ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> so, Fredro Star, because I said my name was Cheryl Star. Yeah. So, he was like, what? And he pulled out the water gun and blast me and everybody was rolling because my makeup started dripping. Oh, you got like a raccoon? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yes. Yes, I'll never forget that story, but that's one of the funnest road trips because even when they stopped for gas, we stopped for gas and then, you know, we introduced ourselves and stuff like that. And um, I mean, we didn't keep in touch with them or nothing, but it was just a fun road trip. And we saw each other again when it was the celebrity basketball game. Right. And the guy said, yo, you got that makeup off your clothes? You got that makeup off your clothes? <laughs> and he was like, there y'all go again, you know. But we had, you know, it's fun when you in the car with fun people that yeah. you make make the most out of the road. You know what I mean? Hey, those trips to, to uh, Howard University homecoming. Right, right. Today, you know what I'm saying? It's, it used to be like, it was almost like, it was almost like uh, you know tailgating with football games. Right. Yes, yes. It was almost like tailgating right. going to to Howard University homecoming. It was right. like 
it's the bomb. You know what I'm saying? And, and remember back in the day, I don't know if they still, I don't even think it's there anymore. Remember Howard University had their own hotel? Right, right. You just said the Howard University hotel and everything like that. Yo, they, that was the bomb. Like, that was it. You know what I'm saying? I remember that, people, we used was, to just go down to Howard sometimes because that, that was a lot going on down there. Woo! Yeah, Howard, yep. That was the bomb. That was the days right there. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, right. I remember so, I tried to get my book in the uh, library. I went down there and tried it. But my, my first book, I tried to get it in that library. I t- that was traveling, traveling. That that's the that's the bomb, though. You know what I'm saying? That's I love that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what I'm saying? Because again, when it comes to traveling, when it comes to traveling, right? With family or, or even with friends, you don't have to just be with right. Friends. It, even right. with friends, it is so much good memories. You know what I'm saying? And those memories, like you said, the 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 trip that. You guys took um, for Terry's wedding. wedding. Yeah, y'all talk we, about. It. We still talk about. It, yeah, right. and that's the story that's gonna be passed on. Right, the, the family members that's you know sent to children, and they're they're having in them to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just capturing them because really, we didn't have cell phones with cameras and all that. Right, stuff. right, right. So, so our memory is our what, memory was what we is right. acting. Right, and we tell the stories, and those stories are told to, to actually capture the moment, so to speak. You know what I mean? And I, I understand the whole cell phone thing with the cameras and all that. I, I do right. it. Too. I do it too. It's not like I don't, you know, saying because again, you know, half the time I get. Oh my god, my father used to have that camera even when the cell phone. (laughs) It's like Mr. Blue. Nobody used to bring up portable cameras everywhere. (laughs) I was that guy. I was the guy with the portable camera. Oh wow! The little. Yeah, they used to cut out my dad. Then you, then you, then you take the film. You take it to go to um to Walmart to get the pictures done. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I was just like your pop with that. I was. Yeah. See, he did that forever. I remember when he got into the camp. Remember the camcorder? Yeah. The camcorder when it came out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had those too. The eight millimeter, whatever, like the oh yeah. Right, right. That's right. That's right. I got a I right. got so much film. I can make a whole documentary about my family. And and the funny thing, Gaia said I should. She said, Yeah, you should grab oh, a and make a doc and stuff like right. that about the family and everything like that. I said I should because y'all was hilarious as babies and you kids. know you you know the funny thing, Jazzy, like if we could have took a lot of footage from back then and uh, you know just like you was just saying about y'all life but we didn't realize that we was our own reality oh, show i know you know what's funny you know what's <laughs> crazy and i think about this when you're saying this so back in when we had the recording studio uh-huh. doc, doc we had on the show y'all yes. that shock had he had film equipment Oh yeah, I bought and a projector he, from him. He said to me back then, so we were all talking about. It, he said, "Yo, Jazz, we should make a documentary." And this is right. Me, right? Said, yeah, man, we should make a documentary on. You know what I'm saying? Well, we should make a. Doc-. I said, "Yo, you know, it'd be cool a hip hop documentary on DJs and stuff like that." So mm-hmm. then, but you know, it's already a documentary on hip hop. Like, I said, "Well, it don't need to be just one documentary." Right. Like, it's never things. one. It's never one documentary because everybody has their own journey. So, right. Exactly. So I wanted to make one on DJs, you know what I'm saying, about just DJs through the years. And it wasn't gonna be just on hip hop, because I wanted I wanted DJs, I, of course I wanted like Red Alert. Low Jam Party Red DJs. Alert, but I, no, but I wanted like Ricky Wells to be part of it. And, right, right. 
um, uh, Tony Humphrey and all those guys. I wanted to interview all those guys, you know what I'm saying? And I think, and at the time, I think uh, Larry Levant had just passed away or something like that. So um, I was saying, though, we can like, have a whole dedication to Larry Levant, this and this and that, and stuff like Because, you know, half of my, I have half of his, his, his record collection. Wow. So, yeah, because he had sold this record collection to me, you know what I'm saying, years ago. And uh, when I was working at Downtown Records. Mm hmm. So, a lot of records that I have were Larry the Nice. Yeah. So, um, um, but when Shock had, had said that back then, man, I wanted us to do that. We, we just never followed through. And if we had done that, you know what I'm saying? Because now we're talking about, hey, man, let's make something about that era that we were in. Uh, of that music era in the recording studio, yes, that going the Hollywood for that recording studio that uh, are big stars today. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so yes. It, it, that would have been perfect at the time, mm -hmm. right? Just didn't follow through. And Shock had the equipment, you know, what right? Saying? right. I think the time Shock was building his recording studio too. In between that, that came about. So I think a lot of that kind of like because you know we know we're not filmmakers. So we we audio guys, you know what I mean. Right, right. So when it came to come to that, that's what took precedent over everything else. Because we were producing and 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 things like that. But when he had said that at that time, I was like, man, that'd be great. You know what I'm saying? And that was back then. And that would cut capture that golden era because that's the nineties. Well, that you know, Rap not to shoot a lot of movie stuff now because he did a lot of that film stuff. But um, <clears throat> y'all got to get that story out there. Get that get that off the ground. I know, and and the funny, stories in there. <laughs> I even got footage. I even got footage where, when me, Rev, Allen, Bob was was uh, waiting on the buses and stuff to go to Million Man March, and I have footage of all that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I got all that kind of. I gotta, I gotta dig all that stuff up. But I got. Remember that movie Spike Lee did? Get on the bus. Get on the bus, right? Bus, Million Man March, and, and and the movie was about get on the bus, but it was more in the what was going on in the bus at that mm -hmm. time. Yeah, you know. So that's I, what I'm saying about the journey. It's like um um Hill Hopper had his camera. I have yes. my camera. Yes. I, and actually, yes. and and we did it like a like an interview, like Rev was literally interviewing people. Right. I got footage of that. The rep right. actually interviewing people. It was a white guy. It was a white guy. He he was waiting on the bus right in front of the Apollo and everything. He said, "Yo, said yo, let's let's interview him." And, and Rev interviewed him too. And, yo, we got I got all that footage, man, for for, for um me and man March stuff, man. It's all cool, man. So maybe one day I dig that stuff up and dig it up and, and, make, and maybe happen to exhibit make it part of yeah. yeah. Make put, it in a, put in a movie. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Put it part of the documentary. That's what I'm saying. It's all good, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's all good because you got to capture those moments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah sure. It's all good. I know we went from one extreme to another. You're so motivated. Well, it's Freestyle Friday. We freestyle. We freestyle. Conversation is good so for So motivated. We had a good week this week, you know what I'm saying? And, and we still off the high of uh, having Raheem on last week and everything like that. And, hey, we want you to still write us up, you know what I'm saying? We got a lot of emails and we even heard from from Miss Jones a Jonesy in the morning yes. 
Block. Girl. He gave what? Jonesy even listened to the show and and, and gave us a, a evaluation on, on the show. That's my mentor, so Movetis. And I appreciate it so much. Big shout out to, to Miss Jones, Jonesy in the morning on the block. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some of y'all may think that we may be her competition, but we don't look at it like that for every for anything. We told you that before. We don't look at anybody as competition. We look at everybody as our camaraderie. Yes, you know, yes. Enough room for all of us. We we yes, are, yes. we got love for the Josie in the morning. It is what it is. Exactly. Trying to base all holler mics. All holler mics. Let's get and, that straight. And we're working on Miss Jones. We want Miss Jones to get honored for the next year Harlem Honors. That's with our right. girl Bunny, so that's that's right. the uh, dialogue that we out there. Holler mics, we we support each other. It, indeed, indeed, and the information she gave us was excellent information on how to make this show better. That's how it's supposed to be. Yes, yes. yes. She gave us so much juice that we can use to build this show here. That's the that's what I'm talking about. That's what I talk about when I when I talk about collective works. You know what I'm saying? Right. She didn't exactly. Hate us or nothing like that. All she she gave us is she just didn't say, "Oh, you you should do this." She actually gave us a blueprint. That Ms. Jones cool. is is really a, a legend as well. Yeah. She's an icon, you know. Yeah. In I, radio, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. I, in radio, I, let me tell you something. I remember the 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 interview that she did on Hot ninety seven when she had her song out because she was signed to Stepson Records, right? Huh? That, that, that's um Bill Stephanie's record company, and and. And she was, I, I remember she had a, um, a release party. The first time I ever met her was at her record release party, the Stepson Records, because mm-hmm. we were friends and everything. I, we knew each other way back when he was A&R at Def Jam and everything. So, matter of fact, I knew Bill Stephanie back when he was an intern at Def Jam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how way back he and I go back and then he walked his way up. <laughs> All right. But Nelson is giving us the wrap up sign. All right. So motivated. So, but we enjoy this whole week. And, yeah. And we got a good week Friday. coming up. Yeah. And we got a powerful week coming up next week, y'all. Hey, man, you think that uh, the guests we had in the past, Raheem and everybody else, we got some more guests coming at you. We're still celebrating 50 years of, of hip hop anniversary. We're going to be doing some wonderful things. Matter of fact, we're going to even go up live before they stop the whole what is it um corona park in the bronx we're gonna go up there and, and actually do some stuff up there and everything like that with grandmaster cast and all them in the future so y'all check out that but yo we got some stuff coming up here on the morning coffee to celebrate hip-hop man the, the hip-hop is our true hop you know what i'm saying right <laughs> i don't call it old school i call it true school you know what i'm saying That's and we want to get up. some of the Pioneers for the designs. We want to ho- holler at Dapper exactly. Dan. Because exactly. everything is hip hop. Everything. We want the comedians. We want comedian hamburger. We want you up here, brother. We're going to get you know? all up here. We're going to get them comedians that were on Def Comedy Yeah, Def Comedy all Jam. All of that yeah, is hip hop. It's about the pioneers with, with this show here. We're all Yes. Uh, so it's going to be all about that. So just stay tuned. But right about now, we're going to take our deep breaths and say our affirmation. So you can start your, your shenanigan weekend off right on this Freestyle Friday. So, beloveds, breathe in. Hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. 
Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloved. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your protection prayer affirmation for today, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today. May it be work, school, or play on this Freestyle Friday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Yo, Star, what kind of shenanigans you getting into this weekend? On the road again, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that road trip, so drivers, move over. Get in your lane. Stay in your lane. Because I will roll down my window and let you know. It's all good. It's all good. I think I'm. I think I'm just chilling this week, and I don't know what I got planned. Oh, I know. I know what I got planned this week. Hip hop weekend. That's right. They got something going on in Queens. That's right. Oh yeah, the Queens. Queens. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's right. Queens. Forest Hill Stadium. Hey, we see you in Forest Hills tomorrow, people. All right. Hey, if you see me, and and you just say you come up to me and say I'm a soul motivator. Hey, man, I'll take your information and we're going to give you a T-shirt. Matter of fact, I'm going to have T-shirts on me anyway. So if you come up to me and say I'm a soul motivator, you're going to get you a free morning coffee T-shirt. All right. We're going to do that for you. All right. So let us know how you feel about the show all week long because we're here to serve you. All right. So just hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. All right. Me, Star, and Nelson, we're going to take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Hey, we love you. Hey, have some shenanigans this weekend, y'all. Peace.